You are listening to episode 30 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. I can't even begin to explain how excited I am for this episode. Now, when I started my whole route to spirituality, it actually began with numerology. You see, I first noticed numbers above all other things and how they followed me, how I would see them in sequences. And when I began to take the time to immerse myself and learning more about what those numbers meant, I kept ending up at Felicia Bender's site. If you haven't guessed it yet, Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist, is today's guest. Before I unleash this magical conversation on you, let's go over the review of the week. This week's review comes from B Nitro, and it reads, Lauren leads you through many different arenas with excitement and passion. Her topics and guests are different, but also add value. Highly recommend this podcast. Well, this review put a huge smile on my face. Thanks, B Nitro. If you'd like your review featured, simply leave one on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Podbean to be automatically considered. Or if you leave one on a different platform, just screenshot it and message it to me on social media or at hello at laurensmithbiz.com. Okay, are you ready to dive into a conversation that will enlighten you on the power of numbers? Of course you are. You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Welcome back to another episode. Today's guest is Felicia Bender. Felicia is an author, public speaker, and a passionate evangelist for the power of numbers. Felicia helps you understand the power of numbers in your life and how they can affect your past, present, and future. Felicia, welcome to the show. Oh, it's so it's a pleasure. I'm I'm so glad to finally hear your voice. Oh, so. well, I can't thank you enough for joining me. You have been my go-to numerologist for about three and a half years now. So I'm going to try and keep my excitement at bay, but just know that I'm having a total fangirl moment (laughs) right now. That's just, it's always, it's so strange, but thank you. I know. It's like weird hearing that about yourself sometimes, but like. Yeah, always. So I love, I love everything that you put out because it's always so spot on. So that's Mm -hmm. just one of the reasons I wanted to have you on as a guest. Oh, fantastic. Well, before we really get into our conversation, I think it's best that we cover the basics for the audience. What exactly is numerology? And what a fabulous question to start out with, because you can always, <laughs> you can always gauge people when they're, you know, when I meet someone and, the, and they'll say, well, what do you do? I'm a numerologist. And boy, it's a, that is just the deal breaker right there. You know, right. uh, it's uh, so, so you're either interested or not, but numerology, <laughs> obviously those listening more than likely are interested. So, you know, the way I, I, I like to really just present it very, you know, briefly is that numerology Numerology is an art and science of numbers. Uh, the kind that I use comes from Pythagoras. I don't know, Lauren, were you paying attention to math class? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I wasn't great at math, but... <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, I'm just saying I was not paying attention to math yeah. class. But Pythagorean theorem of geometry, so it's the same guy, right? right? And he was a Greek mathematician, mystic. He did a lot of things with astrology, um, ast- astronomy. Very interesting. I would have been really interested to have a 
have a drink with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it would have been a, an interesting good, man. Good and, time, yeah. Yeah. In any event, he posits the idea that numbers carry with them not only a quantitative value, like one apple, two apples, three apples, and so on, but that numbers carry with them a, a vibration and mm-hmm. a frequency. And that everything on everything uh, on our planet and us, our our physical bodies and our lives included, are basically coded. And it's interesting to think about. It sounds a little cyborgish if I if I <laughs> if I say it that way, and I don't mean it that way. Um, basically, it's it's more um, it's easier for us to kind of wrap our brains around it in our technological world, right? Where we know where everything is digitized, where all all of our realities right now are zeros and ones, right? <laughs> you know, in terms of the digits. But what I like to you know say about the the numbers is that not only um, do we feel like your your address has a vibe, right? Has an energy uh, to it. That that things around us, that each that wherever the numbers show up, you get that you can plug in that the meaning to it and the frequency there. And so we believe um, in numerology that uh, what I focus on mostly is our personal uh, blueprint, um, so to speak. We take that from your birthday and from your given name. And so basically through calculations, we can uh, determine basically what you checked in for, you know, what your life's purpose is, how you're going to go about doing that. We look at cycles of time. It's a really wonderful tool, um, like astrology, like many other of these, these spiritual tools that we have at our, at our ready. And yet, you know, it's that interesting thing of, it's like you, when you know Morse code, for instance, like mm-hmm. you can walk into a room and hear this, da, 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 da. and if you don't know Morse code, it doesn't, it's just static, right? You don't right. even know anything's going on. And yet if you walk into a room uh, where mo- Morse code is being, is, is happening and you know Morse code, you will, you understand the messages being conveyed. And it's kind of the same idea. Right, right. Um, that 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 the numbers carry with them a code, and it uh, can give you a plethora of information. So that's basically uh, where numerology comes from. Yeah. Well, what got you started on this journey of numerology, I and mean, you know, really got you interested in it? Well, you know, it's a really, um, I always say it's a, it's a cruel kind of cosmic joke that I actually <laughs> do this. <laughs> um, and I mean that actually very In like the best way, yeah. <laughs> uh, because anyone out there who hates math, uh, yeah. uh, I just have to say, I hate math more yeah. than anything on the planet. I'm it with has- you. Yeah. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> so, um, so what I, I always like to, you know, say that so that if you're out there a little skeptical about numbers and you don't like math, uh, have math phobia, it really isn't math. It's the most simple math. It's actually a language, you know, so it's a, it's a, it's a language. And yet, um, so it, it's, it's interesting The the short story there is that I had an experience in my early thirties, my mother passed away. Mm. Um, and she was, she was 59. She was quite young. And, um, it was a real turning point for me. It brought me to my knees. Um, it was just, it was, it was, uh, you know, something that, that happened that just ripped my rug out from under me. I was married early. I had children. I was in a marriage that was kind of really, you know, 
becoming untenable, even though I couldn't admit that at the time. I was getting a PhD. My mother died. And it was just, it really was that moment. And anyone out there listening who has come into the, these tools, right, these sort of metaphysical tools, often it's because of something like this, right, where something, what we would consider bad <laughs> or very challenging or difficult happens to us and we turn to different avenues for explanation or for meaning. And that's exactly what I did at that time. And, um, and yet that was not when numerology came in. At that point, I just began reading and experiencing everything I could about energy, about herbs, about healing, about psychic work, intuitive. I got uh, certified to be a, a pranic healer, which is oh, yeah. uh, energy, energy work. Yeah. And, you know, and then flash forward years later, um, I still was looking for my thing. Everything was great, you know, and yet there was still something missing for me. I ended up at a bookstore. I don't know. It's kind of really like a scene from uh, <laughs> from a Stephen King novel or something where one of the books flies out of the shelf. I mean, yeah, have you ever like, had that happen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, whoa, how this end up in my hands right now? Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. And here's my credit card. I'll take right. it. So, An open um, of sorts almost. Yeah. And it was a book that wasn't about numerology because I would have never picked it up. Never right. uh, uh, at all. It was something else, but it had some numerology, some simple numerology in it. And it really, it just, it, it clicked for me. I read it and it just, I was like, this is it yeah. because I'm very practical, pragmatic. I'm, you know, somewhat skeptical on some levels, even though it doesn't seem like it, you know, in terms of what I've done. And yet, um, it's this beautiful, again, it's a science and yet it's also an art form where it's, it's all about, you know, the interpretation and the translation. And for me, I, I have a PhD in theater and I'm just infinitely fascinated with the human emotional landscape, you know, what, what makes us tick, what drives us and, and it's, and why does this drive this person and not this person, right? right. And numerology answers all those questions so implicitly. Um, so I just became, uh, you know, kind of a fanatic about it. I just started, you know, diving in full throttle. So that's how, it, that's how I got there. Oh, that's so cool. I, maybe this is a good leeway into my next question, but I actually started noticing numbers before mm -hmm. I really understood what they meant. So like the number 11, I would see it everywhere. Like it would follow me place. Like I, you know, my address would be 11. I would move on the 11th day. Certain things would happen around 11. So is that common for someone to maybe notice a number? Because that's what led me to numerology. I had a friend who said, Oh, number 11, you know, this vibrates that way. I'm like, wait, what, what are you talking about? So then exactly. I started researching what does 11 mean? So is that, is that kind of common for people to notice a number and, and grow from there into numerology? Absolutely. I get that a lot. I get a lot of clients who are like, oh my, it's 11 is a very popular one um, that, that plagues them. And it's funny though, Lauren, a lot of people come to me like they're, it's almost like they've, they, they're almost checking themselves into the loony bin, you know, yeah. it's like, 
oh my God, what does this mean? I just, right. it's following me. It's got to be, you know. And so it does drive people into that. And, the, and these, these messages that we do get in the numbers can be so validating and really so much fun um, mm-hmm. after we begin to look and see the meanings uh, around them. I, I will see, of course, now I see them all over the place. And it just, it makes me, it grounds me. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I see 1111, I will stop. And I will actually just say thank you. And I'll, you know, it's the make a wish number. It's kind of that, that open door to where you can connect, you know, uh, right. yourself with, with your intentions, um, all of those things like that. And yet, yes, I've had people, one of the really interesting things is I will work with people and say, for instance, I, I had a conversation one time with a man um, and I did his, his life path number and he just shrieked and he was an eight and the number before he, the number before um, the the double digit number before we reduced it down to the eight was a seventeen. He rips open his shirt <laughs> and shows me a necklace that has the number seventeen on it. Wow! And he's he talked about how that has always been his magic number. Uh, that you know it was I, I'll, oftentimes people say my football jersey was yeah. my my life path number, my apartment number. I mean, it's so fascinating how, um, how that does bring people into, into it. But, but yes, absolutely. People seeing number patterns, all of that sometimes draws them into numerology so that they can uh, figure out that they're really not crazy after all. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I actually noticed a number sequence that I, in my childhood mind thought was cool was actually my birthday because it's January yes. 9th, 1988. So when I broke it down into just the digits, one, nine, 88, I'm like, that's also my birth year. So I always thought my birthday was really cool. And I've always have had that connection with the nine, um, but 11s, man, I can just, I could write a book on how many times 11s yes. have shown up very profoundly in my life. So yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Well, and it's interesting with you also, you gave me the permission to just run your chart and you are, you know, you are not number nine personified. Yeah. Right? So tell us, what, what does that actually tell you when, like, when you saw all of those nines in my chart? What did, what did that say to you? To me, my, my translation for that uh, is that when I see repeating number, your life path number, your expression number, your death, uh, excuse me, your birthday number are all nines. Mm-hmm. You have a nine maturity number. You also are going to be experiencing um, two nine uh, um nine pinnacles. Uh, these are cycles of time that you get to, to be in. Uh, and that will be when you're 36 onward, you will mm-hmm. be in a, in a nine cycle forever. And so for me, that really, that the message to me is pretty simple that you really came in here to do this thing, you know, well, to do this, this nine thing. And it's that, and a nine is a very high spiritual wise, uh, you know, number. You are that compassionate, a loving humanitarian. And the nine is a very intriguing mix of, um, you know, I find that the nine truly, when I work with people with the nine, it's one of those numbers that um, is kind of enigmatic because uh, it is in, in, in Chaldean numerology, it's very, it's a sacred number. They don't mm-hmm. even use it in particular uh, calculations. And yet it does contain, it's kind of, you are that wise old soul kind of coming around for, <laughs> <Another> <laughs> coming around the block again. <laughs> yeah. and, um, 
And, and it's, it's very charismatic, very, very creative, and it has all of the potentials and all of the challenges of all the other numbers. Interesting. Interesting. You know? And then the other, the other influences you have are the two. So very loving. So you have, you know, it's a, it's, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty solid here. I mean, we could go on forever, <laughs> but um, you know, that you're doing something in this spiritual self-help realm is uh, right on target. And you're very, and you're very young to be even knowing that at this yeah. point. Um, I've had a a psychic tell me that in my mid to late thirties is when my life would like really change. Absolutely. Um, I would step into like a next power and that everything was happening to me because I've had an an odd couple of months in in a good way, you know, just like a lot of like things happen that I didn't know were possible before. Uh Um, and it's just like, it has really changed my perception um, of a lot of a lot of things more spiritual but also just inward personal development type. Oh, absolutely. And what I would say just as an overview for you, um, Lauren, is that your, your pinnacle cycles are really interesting to me. And they're so beautifully, you know, aligned with your uh, core numbers, your personality profile. And yet what I'll say is that you, you know, from birth to 27 and 27 to 36, you've been, you had uh, your first pinnacle cycle and pinnacle cycles are kind of, I like, I liken them to um, kind of degree programs that you signed up for, for an extended Hmm. period of time. It's like really, it's, it's the subject matter that you're learning. And you can also look at them as kind of building blocks as to what you're mastering at a certain time. And then you move into the next level and you can really see the trajectory that your life is taking and, um, and, and, and the opportunities there. Right. And for you, uh, you were uh, in a number one pinnacle until 27. That's all about leadership, about individuality, kind of really getting, you know, stepping into yourself in that way. Right now you're in a number eight. And that is all about really getting yourself grounded in the material world. So I feel like these first 36 years are really getting yourself grounded on terra firma because from 36 onward, it's going to, you're going to be engaging all of that in the more spiritual uh, realm. So you have to ground yourself and learn about business, learn about money, learn about all of those things now and integrate those into that higher, uh, you know, not higher purpose but integrate them into that more spiritual trajectory that you'll be on from 36 onward. That's so crazy. I would say at 27, my, I had that aha life-changing moment. So like, as soon as you said that, I kind of had goosebumps for a second. Yeah. It's that, a little weird, isn't it? Yes. It's kind of creepy sometimes. Yeah, but it's so um, cool at the same time. It's like, oh, it makes it sense. It's like when the stars align. Maybe well, we should and, back up a, a second too. Yes. To talk about what a life path number is because yes. we didn't really go over that. And some people might be like, what? What, what are path? you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And so the life path number is, um, it's, it's really, you can think about it uh, similarly as your sun sign 
in astrology, okay. right? So right. if you're only going to know one number, I would say that it would be this number. It's taken from your birth date. And um, it, since you already shared your birth date, let's go ahead and do yours, yeah. okay? So we'll do a quick calculation. So if you're listening, get out your pen. And so Jan, we take January 9th, 1988 is going to be our example. So January is a one because it's the first month. So you put a one there, okay, for January. Then you look at the, um, the day you were born. You're born on the 9th. You're making it very easy because the nine is nine. So we're always looking at one digit numbers eventually. So just to um, let people know that. So then we go to 1988. So now we're going to add that together just like a simple you know, um, addition problem. So one plus nine equals 10. 10 plus eight equals 18. 18 plus eight 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, right? So now we have a, a double digit number. We're going to keep adding very simply. So 26 would be two plus six equals eight. So that number is eight. That, so your 1988, your uh, year of birth digits down to an eight. Now you're going to add those three single digit numbers together. So we'll go one plus nine equals 10, 10 plus eight equals 18. Okay. So now we continue to uh, digit down one plus eight equals nine. So you would have a nine uh, life path number. And it's we're always trying to get to that single digit. Always, right? always getting to that single digit. Of course, you know, the deeper you get more detailed, like with anything, you can have some more nuances with that. And there are different uh, schools of thought around how to do these calculations. So always keep that in mind as well, because someone, um, for instance, Dan Millman, who I respect greatly as an amazing book. If you're interested in, in uh, numerology at all, it's called the life you were born to live. And um, he, uh, he doesn't add the way I just showed you. He adds just adding it all up mm. uh, as one long math problem, right? And then he looks at the double digit number that you get before you digit it down to the one and gives you more of those influences. So there's a you know, there are just different ways of looking at it. And yet ultimately, uh, you know, at on the very simplistic uh, realm, you are a nine life path. And that's, um, and that's what we would be looking for. So uh, I have, let's see, I have two friends who are both, they first got 11. Um, so they would be yes. two 11. And then I have another friend who had a 22. Can you tell us what these master numbers mean and why they, I, I tell them that they still have to break it down to the single digits. They get all in their head like, oh, master number. And I'm like, well, ah. you, you have to achieve that first. But, <laughs> but can you just break that down a little bit more simple? Absolutely. I mean, the interesting thing is, to be very honest, I just wrote a book about master numbers 11, 22, yes. and 33 because I was getting so many clients coming in uh, with master numbers. So I'm like, okay, this really needs some, some more, you know, to really uh, drill it down here and to thin slice it. And so basically, the master numbers are the repeating numbers, 11, 22, 33. And it goes onward for that. We've, you can be a 44, 8. That's a, uh, much more rare, but that's coming into play in terms of, um, you know, a, a personality profile. Hmm. But, um, but let's, let's gear it back into the 11, 22, 33. These basically indicate when you see them in, in, in your chart, that um, 
they're called master numbers because they carry a specific uh, vibratory influence. They're just up the ante. They basically indicate that you come in with a higher spiritual potential, no matter how you might personally define that. And then also some more intense challenges. Okay. So these, these numbers really, for me, when I meet someone with these, they're always going to have this really intense underlying anxiety (laughs) in life. Uh, they're always feeling like they're not never enough, not doing it right, not doing enough. They know they're meant for something a little bit more expansive and yet they can struggle with that. So the interesting thing is, is that master numbers really are pushing you and prodding you to take the lead to, um, to, to really master your life on very many realms. And it's, it's not easy because the master numbers are also in conflict with themselves. And so you get a, a real mission, like with, the, with your friend who is an 11, the 11, you can do a slash and a two, right? Because you, and this is the, the, the way that I would also say, Lauren, is that some numerologists say that you never reduce a, a master number. Oh, okay? interesting. Right? So that even when it shows up as a cal- in a calculation or something, say that you were born January 11th, that uh, many people would not um, digit that 11 down to a two. They Mm. would keep it into 11. So again, different schools of thought, right? And yet the master numbers, when you see that, um, it's good to kind of do an exploration there about that because like I'll teach workshops and you can always tell, like you're saying that people are, someone will have a master number and everyone kind of, you know, throws shade over that way. And they're (laughs) like, (laughs) they're like, What? You're so super special. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Why don't you talk to her about how super special it feels? Because it's hard. It's It's really hard. And uh, there are a lot more challenges and there are um, a lot more intricacies that go along with the master numbers. And you are being called upon to step up and lead and to master those elements uh, on whatever level. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of any like famous people who have master numbers that maybe our audience can resonate with? Absolutely. Um, For the 11, we've got uh, Jimmy Kimmel is an 11. Um, uh, Stephen Colbert, Robert Downey Jr., uh, the late uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, if anyone oh, was. Oh, wow, yeah. Wayne. Um, so uh, many other people. Um, and the 22s, we've got 22s are interesting because often it depends on your method of calculation. Sometimes it'll come up as a 13, which is a karmic number. Hmm. Sometimes it'll come up as a 22, uh, that sort of thing. So uh, again, this is overarchingly, you know, sometimes it shows up this way, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, the Dalai Lama, is a 22. Um, and the 22 four is the master teacher, right. And the master builder in the world. Um, Oprah Winfrey can be a 13 or a 22, depending on how you calculate it, but she also has an 11 birthday. So she has a combination of these in her chart. Um, gosh, a lot of, a lot of 22s, um, uh, Richard Branson is a 22, uh, all kinds of people. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and talk to them yeah. <laughs> about how, yeah. well, I think <laughs> how easy breezy it is. Right. I think it's interesting when you start seeing those characteristics of those people and, yes. and what they do. That's where it really starts. You start connecting dots of how they're similar or how they operate or present themselves. And Absolutely. That's where it and gets it's, interesting. Yeah, it does get interesting when you can look at you know some definitions, right? Some defining qualities right. of those numbers and see how, how it fits. 
Yes. Um, yeah. I keep a, a running notes tab in my phone because my friends are constantly at, they're like, what's my number again? I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> like, so but I have it for them. It's almost like a trick <laughs> sometimes. I'm like, you're hilarious. I just keep it on my phone, but I also have their astrology signs too. Cause they're like, I don't remember. So oh, you're I them as well. But I think one last question, which this is something on your website that I go to at the beginning of the month, as soon as you release it, and then at the end of the month to kind of recap to see Mm -hmm. what actually has happened. And that is your monthly forecast. So I am currently in my personal year four. Will you share with our audience what a personal year number is and how that differs from our life path number? Absolutely. Um, This is, so the life path number is more, um, again, like your astrological sun sign. It's what your, it's your life's, it really indicates your life's purpose, what you're doing, you know, what you've come here to learn and to master. The personal year is a cycle of time. Mm -hmm. And so um, it is, we believe in numerology that we go through nine year cycles throughout our lives from birth to death, and that those are called personal year cycles. And so um, again, when you know the defining qualities of each of the numbers, one through nine, you can start to really kind of plug that information in wherever you see it, you know, and it it, uh, brings you some more depth there. And yet for the personal years, I call it knowing the theme to your party, (laughs) seriously because we feel this happening right at the end of the year every year it's kind of that new year's resolution frenzy and yet um in in numerology it really is a change of energy for you Mm -hmm. um and you calculate this personal year by taking your uh your month and your day and then you add it with the current year so for you, you're January 9th. So that's, uh, you know, one plus nine equals 10. And then the current year is a three. I'll just right. do, do the math quickly for you. So that would be 13. And then one plus three equals four. That means that um, for you, the four personal year is a very foundation setting, very hardworking, very goal oriented year. So that's your theme, basically. And it's really fun and, and, and instructive, I find, to know this, not only for yourself, but for other people's people who you care about, right, in your world, because you can understand kind of an, an, an idea about what they're going through and how to align with that. Because, you know, I'll give you a, for instance, Lauren, your, your four personal year, again, is all about getting these foundations set up. It's, it's somewhat grueling, a little bit rigorous. It really is demanding. Um, there's, there are other, you know, elements that we could definitely go into that would be more detailed. And yet, the, the issue is, is that, say, for instance, I have a friend who in her four personal year uh, went off on a six month um, little uh, excursion in her VW van with oh her new gosh. boyfriend. <laughs> okay. And she came back and her business, who she had left with her, her, her kids and her employees, had, that some of her employees had been embezzling. Oh, um, no. it, stu- it was almost like in the dirt, right? Yeah. She had to come back, pick that up, really reestablish everything else. And when we were talking, I said, you know, you should have gotten everything really in line in your four year and then done your six month excursion with the new guy the next year, right. you know, in year five, because the five is about freedom. It's about taking advantage of those foundational things that you've got in place in your four year. 
so that you can expand into that. So it's a really intriguing thing to look at in terms of just the energy and you can feel it, right? I mean, can't you feel it? Oh yeah. Well, I've already, it it feels odd to me because I am a traveler by nature. I love traveling. And this year I've just, there's so many things that I know I have to restructure in life that just planning a family vacation. I'm like, Oh, I don't even really want to take a vacation this year. Cause I just, I need to get this in order. And that's just right. how my, my brain is thinking. It's just, it's not last year. I felt like I would have gone anywhere, dropped anything. Like I was, I was flying to different States for concerts with friends, you know, it's just like, whatever, let's do it. And this year I'm like, yeah. ah, I have things I need to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, and that's a, yeah, that's a perfect way of saying it yeah. also, Lauren, because last year was your three personal year, which was about fun. Yeah. It was about tapping into your joy and your optimism, finding what lights you up. It's a year where travel and to kind of loosen the grip a little bit, really concentrate on your creative pursuits, on you know, uh, tapping into your emotions in a different way, expressing those. Mm-hmm. And then you bring those things into the four year and start to foundationalize things, right? Right. And yet what I would would say also for your four year is that you do need to take some breaks because you can burn out. Okay. Seriously. Uh. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I know that like I have to pencil them in. It's just getting my brain to accept the fact that, you know, it's like you have this like plan and deadlines for me um, in August, my youngest daughter will be in kindergarten. So it's like that itself is a milestone because been nine years since I haven't had any children at home all day long, you know, like for a full eight hour time period. So there's certain things that I'm like, oh, I need to get this lined up because I know right now it can't happen, but it's going to happen once this opens, this next part of my life opens up. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm like, oh, I can't take a vacation then. I'm like, no, you need to take a vacation. You know, it's like yeah. that inner battle of ego and intuition of what I need to do. It is. It is that fine balance, right? Yeah. And and particularly when you're working with the energy of the four, the four is the number of health and it really responds well when you can truly, when you do, you know, work hard, play hard sort of thing, you know, yeah. when you when you really can can uh, earmark uh, specific times where you have true relaxation, yes. you know, yeah. Well, that's why I love your monthly forecasts too. And sometimes that that when I said I read them in the beginning and read them at the end, when I read them at the beginning, it's almost like it prepares me for something that may happen, mm-hmm. um, and especially at like certain time periods. I think that it was either this past month or the month before it was focused around health. And I had just had so many, like a dentist appointment, doctor's appointment. I was like, Oh, I need to do a checkup on this. And I'm like, wow, that just aligned really well. (laughs) But then I didn't realize it until the end of the month when I went back and kind of looked back on how my month progressed, because sometimes in that day to day moment, you side of it. And then when you recap on it, you're like, dang, she was spot on again. <laughs> well, and the, the beautiful thing, and, and again, I always say, I love you brought it up that way, because if you are looking at this every day, you need to get a life. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, if you can't roll out of bed before you look at your numerology or your astrology <laughs> right. or something, you got to take a break, you know? Right. And, uh, you, because we learn how to, to feel it, you know, when you're to feel in alignment and trust that, and then to have the, the validation I find and the inspiration around it is really the, that's my goal, um, for what I do with this is not to be in, you know, it's certainly not the crystal ball. It's certainly not tell my fortune and it's certainly not, um, meant to, I don't know, to demolish anyone. Um, it's, it's, 
I, I, I can't tell you how many people I've had come to me for readings and have had a, a psychic reading or an intuitive, you know, something or a numerology reading where it really, uh, really was horrible for them. You know, right. I was told I couldn't make money. I was told I could never, I was never going to have a good relationship, all of this stuff. And to me, that is just, um, that's just wrong. I mean, uh, all of us are here to, to do our best with what we've, you know, I mean, all of us have these opportunities. And so right. it's really using this as a tool for being our best selves, you know, at any, any given moment yeah, and, to have, and to, and to have validation that there is, that we're not alone. You know what I mean? That there's a support system here on, on the, you know, on the higher levels that really is, is helping us out. Oh, I believe it. I believe it in tenfold. And that, it is kind of scary when someone comes to you and someone has told them something negative um, yeah. because that leaves like a lasting impression in your mind. I haven't had that same um, experience. I've had a warning sign from a, a guardian angel for a friend, but it was mm -hmm. in a, almost in a positive way. Like I was mm -hmm. simply supposed to be a messenger of something, um, but it wasn't like something that was like, oh gosh, like I yeah. can't trust this. You know, it was nothing heavy. So I, I could see how damaging a negative message could be for someone. Yes. Yes. There's, I think there's a difference between a negative, you know, between what you're saying as you're getting a, you know, uh, I don't know, you're getting right. some information for someone and giving them a caution, maybe about a health issue or something right. like that is what I was understanding you say. Um, and, and that could be very beneficial for someone. Um, right. I mean, you know, you look at someone like the medical medium or someone like that. I don't know if you're uh, familiar yeah. with him, but, you know, he was someone who gave his grant, you know, said, Hey, you need to go check yourself for cancer. And, and luckily she did and, and was able to, you know, circumvent that. So right. there are, there, you know, some messages appear negative, you know, uh, um, but have a positive force behind them. Correct. That's a much different thing than saying you will never find love. You know, there's, <laughs> yeah, gosh, yes. That's just, that's just wrong. It's just like know. stabbing a Disney movie right in the heart. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, Felicia, will you share with our audience where they can go to learn more about numerology and follow up with you more? I know that we have some inquisitive minds already. Absolutely. Um, basically, go to FeliciaBender.com. That's my website. That's the portal of all things um, for <laughs> me. I'm on Instagram. You can uh, YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel, all of that. But just go to the website and you can explore around there. Like you said, I've got the the uh, forecasts. Those are free every month. Uh, I, I love to do those. And it seems that people really respond well to that. Again, there's videos. There's all kinds of articles there. So if you get, you know, numerology curious, a uh, lot, just a lot of content there for you to explore and see, you know, see what resonates with you. Yes. I've been lost in the sauce on your website on more <laughs> than one occasion. <laughs> Felicia, I can't thank you enough, not only for joining me today, but for bestowing your knowledge on myself as well as our listeners. I truly loved our conversation. Thank you so much. Keep doing your good work. It's so important. So oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, whoa, how cool is numerology? Be sure to calculate your life path number as well as your life cycle number and then head over to Felicia's website to better understand what these numbers mean for you and how you can use them to help guide your life. I've listed direct links to Felicia's website and her social channels on this week's episode notes found at mindbizlife.com. 
Next week, we have a guest who is also internationally known and will be discussing the importance of healthy relationships, masculinity, and what it means to be a quote-unquote good man. I'll see you back here next week. And until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.